okay? Is that on there? Thank you, Jesus. Wow. What a worship service. God is so good. So good. So good. David was right on talking about God wants to see you guys, all of you, into that new level, that new dimension, that place that you maybe only dreamed of, that place that you never thought you can get to. That's where God wants you to go. He's got good in store for you. Just as we were singing earlier, all the songs were God's mercy and grace and goodness and kindness and love. For the Lord comes to give you blessings and hope and love and mercy and grace and life abundant. For you're not the old person, you're the new person. For God has come this day to set you free, to set the captive free, to renew your mind. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, yes. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way with us, Lord. Bill asked me, what's the message of my title before? And I said, you know, I don't know. I said, uh, it's up to God. It's up to God. You know, I, I... God's been downloading some stuff to me lately. And it's just like, what's your agenda, Lord? It's not my agenda. It's your agenda. I didn't even bring any notes. Now, I do have a lot in my head. i got a YouTube video. If the Lord says put it on, I'll, we'll have Judy put it on for us. It's like, I got no agenda. So what do you want to do, Lord? You want to bless your people. That's what he told me. He said, God wants to bless you, every one of you. He wants to bless you abundantly, super abundantly, super abundantly. He's so good. Lord, just have your way with us, Father. I don't want to preach John Stanson's message. I want to preach your message, Lord. I want to have the message that the Holy Spirit has laid upon my heart by your Holy Spirit power. Bring it forth with power and might, Lord. Not by might, but by, by power, but by your Spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Oh, Lord, just bring it forth. Thank you, Lord. God is good. Everybody having a good week? Good, good. I, uh, I've uh, i been doing a project the last three weeks or so. You know, I'm the kind of guy I like to save money. So I gotta, I'm changing the flooring in our house. And, uh, and so, you know, I got all kinds of estimates, you know, and, gee, all these big numbers come up when people come over, you know. I go, wow. <laughs> it's like buying a car. <laughs> you get sticker shack you know it's like woo. so what i said what can i do to make it cheaper <laughs> and all of them told me okay well you could do the demolition you know i don't have any skill he says uh, you got a little bit of muscle you could do some demolition so about three weeks ago i started the demolition and i don't know if you ever did ceramic tile but uh ceramic tile is uh, a booger it's uh, and we had a lot of it in the house and so i got the sledgehammer and I'm pounding away on this ceramic tile for a couple of weeks, and it causes all kinds of dust and dirt. And bless Kathy. I should have sent her away on vacation. The house has been a real mess the past two to three weeks. And now the, the guys have come in, and they started doing the actual work this week. Uh, they're going to finish it actually this afternoon. But... Uh, this is kind of what the tile looks like when you tear it apart. You know, you got to 
And, and I'm going to talk about a little bit about this stuff here. It's got this called mortar or thin set that holds it on, you know, and that's what makes it so tough. I'm going to get back to this. There's some you can see come off easier. Some it's harder for the, the thin set. But that's kind of what I've been doing the past two or three weeks. But during this time, God has been downloading a lot of stuff. You know, we started our fast January 1st, and most of you were, were here participating in some way, shape, or form. The Lord put it on Kathy and I's heart um, to turn the TV off. That was part of the fast. And then after that 21-day fast, the Lord says, no, keep it off. I want to speak to you. I want to download. So what we would do, you know, and Kathy and I would love, you know, this thing Shark Shark Tank on Friday nights. You know, we loved watching that thing because it was so interesting. And then we loved, uh, I shouldn't say this, we loved these crime TV things. (laughs) Not the... Not the fake ones. This is the real, you know, they show the real murder and how it was solved, you know. And they got the bad guys, you know. I kind of like that stuff, you know. And But, you know, it doesn't, it gets in your spirit and it changes your outlook. And so that's why God said, turn the TV off. He didn't want my spirit polluted by some other stuff. So instead, instead he said, go on the Internet and see my word in the miracle form. And so Kathy and I, we would go and, and, and get miracles, supernatural things that are what God is doing around the world. You go on the Internet and, you know, Sid Roth, it's supernatural. And there's other stuff that just comes out. And, and he said, feed yourself with that. So every night we've been feeding ourselves instead of the TV. Now, it's all out of the Word of God because we, we have to read. So we have to, we're reading the Word and seeking the Lord. But we're also, instead of watching TV, downloading some miracles of God. And so we've been doing this the last, you know, since January 1st. And God said, you still don't, don't turn the TV on. So we're not turning the TV on. We're just being downloaded. So God has got a lot of stuff in me today. I'm not sure exactly what's going to come out, but I know it's going to bless you because God said he wants to bless his people. He wants to bless you. If, if you look, and you don't have to turn with me, but in Luke chapter 5, I'm going to go over it briefly. Luke chapter 5, Jesus is a big name by this time because he's got a crowd, and he's at the lake in, uh, of, of Galilee. They call it what, Genesee or something like that, but it's called Galilee. And... Uh, He's standing there, and he's got to get out into the water on a boat because there's so many people. So he, Peter's already in. Peter's been fishing all night, and his partners are James and John in another boat. They got their boats in, and they didn't catch anything. And so he comes in, and Jesus says, uh, would you mind if I, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, <laughs> if I get in your boat? And you row out a little way so I can preach to these masses. Peter said, at your will, Lord. And he let him go out in the boat. And he's preaching. And then after he was done preaching, then he looks at Peter and he says, uh, go out to the deep and throw down your nets. You know, has it God ever told you to do that? Go out to the deep. It's something that Peter said, but Lord, he says, all night. We toiled. We caught nothing. 
There's nothing out there. But he said, at your will, Lord, we'll do it. And he goes out, and of course, you know the story. He throws out his nets. He had so many in the boat that the boat started to sink. He had to call James and John in their boat. They had to come and fill their boat. And then he gets down on his knees. He said, Lord, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy, Lord. Depart from me, Lord. Depart from me. Well, I know I've felt like that many times in life. You've probably felt that same way. I'm not worthy, Lord. Depart from me. I've done all this stuff. You don't know what I've done. I've done a lot, Lord. He says, depart from me. And the Lord says, no. He says, Peter, you're going to be a fisher of men. You're going to catch men. You see, he turned Peter into a fisher of men. And then James and John came with Peter. They left everything. Now, I'm going to tell you something. That, you know, Revelation, by the way, it's instruction. It's already there. God already knows everything. It's already there. He's just kind of teaching you. He's revealing it to you. I feel that as I was praying the other day, the revelation of the Lord came to me and said, hey, John, he says, were Peter, James and John Jewish? I go, yeah, they were Jewish. He says, you think when they said when I when they came in and they left everything, they just came with me right away. He said, you know what? They had a treasurer, didn't they? Judas. Yeah, they had a treasurer. He says, you know what? They sold that fish in their boats and they used that money for the ministry. Now, you can believe that or not, but that's what the Lord put in my spirit. Now, it's not in the Bible. I believe that's a that's something that say, wow, that was a revelation to me. You see, when they forsook everything, they did forsake it. But they had a boat full of fish, a lot of people. They didn't just take the fish and throw the boat out in the water. They used it. Now, this is a word for you guys. God works in the natural and the supernatural. He blesses you in the natural and the supernatural. So if he blesses you with something in the natural, don't say, oh, I can't take that, Lord, because it's too worldly. It's the flesh. No, God has blessed you in the natural. He'll bless you in the supernatural. Accept that blessing. I believe they used that money for the ministry of the Lord. They had a treasurer, it says in the Bible. They used that money for the Lord. Now, here, okay, I'm going to go on in Luke. And, and right after that, Jesus cleanses a leper. He tells the lesser, leper after he cleanses him, he said, go to the temple, you know, because the law of Moses says you, you got to be declared clean. So he followed the rules. He sent them, sent them. And this guy's rejoicing Complete leprosy's gone. If you ever seen leprosy, if you go on a video, I, I saw a ministry working with leopards. They're, it's gross. They're grotesque. But there are people that are anointed by God that are not contacting the leprosy. But Lord has told them to go to minister to the leopards. They're actually touching and hugging lepers, ministering to the Lord. There's colonies in uh, Bangladesh and in India, places like that. But anyways, he cleansed that leper. So then after he cleanses the leper, he's got, again, his reputation's pretty big. He goes out and prays a little bit, and he gets the anointing from the Lord. It's the anointing. It's the glory of the Lord. You want to get the anointing, you go out and pray. Because it says he went out to the desert, prayed. Then he came back, and his name is pretty big at that time. So all the people, he goes to this house, and pretty soon... All the people have gathered in this house and there's no room to get in. They're crowding outside. 
and including the people in the house were the Pharisees, the religious people, because they wanted to know what's this guy about. So the religious people were there. So then Jesus is in there and he's preaching, but there's a paralytic. He's on his stretcher and his buddies. Everybody has friends. It's good to have friends. Nice to have friends that will take you someplace where you couldn't get by yourself. See, we're called to help people. He had friends, four guys. They took him on that sh- in that stretcher. They couldn't get in the house, but they thought, man, we can get on the tiles of the roof and take a couple tiles out. They did. I don't know how they did that, but these guys were crafty. They knew what they were doing. They got in there. They lowered him right in front of Jesus. And here's what Jesus says. He looks at him. He goes, wow. What faith, he said. He he looks at him and he goes, son, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Wow, this kind of upset the uh, religious people. The religious people, the Pharisees, upset them. Blasphemy, they said amongst themselves. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus discerned it. He knew what they were saying. So he kind of looked their way and he says, hmm. What is it to you, you know, or he says something like, you know, uh, is it such a big deal for me to forgive sins? But he says to show you that the son of man come to bring life. I'm not only going to forgive him sins. I'm going to say arise and walk. And he, get, he tells the guy arise and walk. Wow. What a miracle. Arise and walk. The guy gets up shouting, praising, praising the Lord and. He can walk. He's never walked before. Wow, what a miracle. Never walked. Now, here's the part that really I caught that I've never caught before when I read this. Because it says that great fear came over the people. So I said, what is it? Why were they fearful? So I looked in in the scripture in, in the Greek, in the Greek, in the concordance. And fear, it was basically more reverence fear. It was a reverent fear. It was like they were, yes, afraid, but it was like, wow, this guy is the real McCoy. It was that kind of reverent fear. But then it said again, right after that, they had fear. And then it says, for we have seen strange things today. And then I said, I got to look up that word strange. What does that word strange things mean? And it said, basically, awesome, different supernatural, miraculous, all these words that were like, wow, this is really neat. And, you know, I thought about that and I said, strange things. That's what I want to see, Lord. I want to see strange things. And I know you want to see that, too. You want to be able to see things with God's eyes so that when you see things, you can say, wow, that's strange. But it's from God. God is so good. Hallelujah, Lord. Well, John 14, no, John 12, 14. Jesus said, verily, verily, to his disciples, verily, verily, I say unto you. If you believeth on me, the works that I do shall you do also. And greater works than these shall you do, because I go to my Father. Wow, greater works. What are those greater works? If you go to Luke chapter 7, verse 22. Luke chapter 
uh, 7, verse 22, these greater works, John's disciples came to Jesus. I'm going to tell you, this is another revelation that I got, and now you've already probably had this revelation. But John's in prison, and he sends his disciples to, to Jesus. And this is in, in Luke chapter 7. He sends his disciples to, to Jesus, and he says, ask him if he's the one, or should we wait for another? That's what he asked them. Is he the one? And John, this is his cousin who knows who he is. Ask him. Ask them. And so his disciples came. Now, here's my revelation. The reason he sent them is because John knew he was going to be beheaded. He's gone. He wanted his disciples to know that's the guy. He's the one. That was the revelation I got. I don't know why it took all these years for me to get that. You probably got it years ago. But he did it not because John didn't know, but because... His disciples didn't know. He wanted his disciples to know. So here's the interesting thing. The disciples of John the Baptist come to Jesus and they ask him that question. John sent us and he wants to know, are you the one or should we wait for another? Now, Jesus didn't answer him. If you look, there's a little short space there. I forget the exact words. But Jesus didn't answer him immediately. What he did was start performing miracles. (laughs) That's what he started to do. Instead of answering them, he started performing miracles. Then after these miracles, then he comes back to him and he did a lot of miracles. And then he comes back to him and he says, okay, go and tell John what you've seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and to the poor the gospel is preached. Those six things. God said to them, go tell John. Now, John 12, 14, that I just told you before, we can do all these things and greater these things. What are those things? Blind, open their eyes. That's both spiritually blind and physically blind. Cleanse the leper, heal the sick. Deaf ears, let them hear. Spiritual ears, natural ears, preach the word. Of course, raise the dead. You know, and and I and I thought to the Lord. I said, you know, Lord, I said in your word, you said all these things we can do, I can do, but Lord, I <laughs> I can't. I haven't seen it in my life, Lord. <laughs> and He started reminding me of little things. I, you know, you go back to your life. There's miracles every day in your life. <laughs> miracles every day. Just little things. You go, you don't even know they work out, you know. I'm looking at Randy over there. And, and I remember not too long ago, Randy didn't have a job. And, uh, we, of course, I gave him Romans 8.28. All things work together for good. It's easy for me to give scriptures to people. To them that love God, to them that are called according to His purpose, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. You know? And then 1 Thessalonians 5.18, I gave, gave him, I said, in, in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. You know? I mean, it's easy for me to give Scriptures to people. But, you know, walk through it, it's a different story. But, but Randy, that, I mean, miracle. You know, those miracles. He got a job. He's just... 
is better job and better pay. And I mean, those are all miracles. We don't think of those as miracles, but they're miracles. Well, God wants to do even more. He wants us to be able to be a blessing to everybody in any way, shape or form that he chooses. Because God is sovereign in Psalm 103, 19. God is sovereign. It says he has established that is the Lord. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens. He has sovereign rule over all sovereign rule, sovereign rule. Now, unfortunately, we have an enemy and you know that. And it, because that it's, it says that in Ephesians six twelve, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. See, we got an enemy. But of course, we know we've got tools, as it says in Ephesians, when we put on our spiritual weapons. And also the word of God, where it says in, in uh, Hebrews 4.12 or 6.4.12, where it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You see, we've got all those weapons. God's come to bless you to bring those weapons forth so that you can use them. Going back to this stuff right here. This is what the Lord put on my heart, even as I was taking this stuff off. Some of these tiles came off real easy. I would just take that sledgehammer and crack it a little bit. And hardly any mortar would stick to the floor. Because remember, the floor's holding this stuff back. Or to the tile. Pretty easy. Unfortunately, there wasn't many like that. <laughs> Usually around the edges, under the cabinets or near the door or someplace like that. Unfortunately, most of them were like this. The whole tile, and these are big squares, as I cracked them up. The mortar was either on the floor or on the tile and hard to get up. Revelation that the Lord gave me was... These are strongholds. This is a stronghold. That's why when you put it down, you don't want it to come up. So you use all these strongholds. Now, also, I got revealed as he was. Um, I had a guy come in and sand it down. All this stuff that was on the floor. This stuff that was formed, the stronghold that was formed was originally little dust. Because as he's sanding, he's got the dust coming out into my yard. He's got this big thing, you know, and, and it comes out. Now, a lot of it comes out in the house, too. <laughs> but most of it goes out in the yard, just shooting this stuff in the yard. My, my trees, everybody that's been in my house know I love green stuff. They turn great. Everything was great. Fortunately, the Lord brought rain. Washed it all down. But it started off because the mortar, I watched a mixed, uh, I mean, the mortar, this, this, um, this stuff to level the floor, because they have to level the floor. They, they put this stuff down. It's very fine. Well, that's how it leaves when they grind it up. And the Lord showed me that says it's those little things in your life that you don't take care of. When they build up, they become a stronghold. <laughs> And they're hard to get rid of. 
So what you want to do is you want to get rid of them while they're little. (laughs) And you work with them. And then you're not going to have a big deal to get the stronghold out. Now, another revelation, you can see this piece right here, has a little bit of mortar on there. Thin set, it's called. And the Lord showed me, he said, you know, if you tried to use this, if this was on a big tile, you couldn't put this back down. You'd have to get this off. It's useless. It's useless with the thin set on there. You've got to get the thin set off. I said, Lord, it's only a little bit on there. Couldn't you just glue it down? If you No. If you want to do it the right way to withstand, you've got to get the thin set. You've got to get the strongholds out. This person has a lot of strongholds. This person has a little stronghold. But both, to be used by God's glory, have to have some changes. And here's where it comes in. The change comes. Yeah, you can, you can work on chipping that stuff off a little at a time. Doesn't work. Just not the same. God says, I can come and give you brand new flooring. <laughs> I just blast the thing away by the blood of the lamb. By the blood of the lamb. It's as simple as that. The blood of Jesus. I just blast it away. Blast it away. Wow. God is so good. Strongholds. We all have to deal with those. It seems like they get picked up here and there. It could be anything as minor as a bad temper. And I say minor. Well, it can turn into something greater than a bad temper. It could cause you some real problems down the line. Stronghold. Could be some kind of greed in your life or lust or envy or jealousy. All these strongholds. Could be unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness I've I've found in my life and in people's lives that we've ministered to. Unforgiveness is something that blocks your miracles with God. It blocks your miracles. Kathy and I have been praying lately, Lord, if there's anything that we need to know from the past, if there be any forgiveness, bring it up. Kathy was just saying this morning, said, John, did you say as a little kid, you know, God has been bringing up people in my past that I'm forgiving. People from my past. And, you know, we were talking, we said, you know, most of the unforgiveness that comes our way is probably because it's our perception. We all perceive things differently. And somebody you think may have hurt you intentionally, but they didn't. They don't even know they hurt you. They're away doing their own thing. And you got this thing, you know, it's like, oh, man. And 50 years later, 60 years later, (laughs) wow, thank you, Lord, for revealing that. I forgive them. And I bless them wherever they're at for whatever they did. That little kid who said something nasty to me in first grade and threw a snowball at me or whatever, you know, those things, God will bring those things up in your life. You'll bring those things up. Thank you, Lord. Wanted to uh, 
read something here in Joshua. Thank you, Jesus. So good, Lord. So worthy. You're worthy, Lord. You're the King of kings. You're the Lord of lords. You know, it says in... Uh, actually, I think I gave you the wrong script, Scripture before. I, um, no, I, this is the right Scripture here. Um, I hath not seen. Kath, where's that found? I hath not seen. 1 Corinthians, that's it. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God, and here's the great part, but God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. The deep things of God. The Spirit searches the deep things of God. See, I, I can't tell you something in the natural that's going to give you revelation. I, anything I'm saying here is not going to help you. But it's what God's saying to you through this word or whatever way he chooses by his spirit. Because the spirit searcheth all things, the deep things of God. In Joshua, I wanted to, to read this to you because I was just reading this this morning. In Joshua, they're going into the promised land. And here's what God says to Joshua. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you just as I spoke to Moses. Now, I want to stop here. I'm going to read more, but I'm going to stop here and say, I'm going to look at you because God said to bless you today. To bless you. He said, bless my people today. I want to say, every one of you, the sole of your foot, wherever you go, just as God said to Joshua, every place on which the sole of you treads, I have given it to you. God has given you favor. God on the job, the workplace, wherever. God has given you the family that you are praying for, saved, unsaved. God has given you neighborhoods, wherever He's given you. He's given you Orlando, whatever. God has given it to you because you're going there, wherever you go. Your business, the business you're about to start, wherever you're going, God has given it to you. I'm speaking to God's people here. I'm looking at God's people. You're God's people. You're not a foreigner in the land. You're God's people. And he says, I will bless you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Wow, I love that. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Kind of reminds me of when in, uh, in uh, Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust thee in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Your strength comes from the Lord Jehovah. 
Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. Remember, I talked about these strongholds. You don't want to get these strongholds building up. You want to make sure you take care of those strongholds. Whatever they are, God will reveal them to you. And you do that, and you're going to have great success. This book is the law. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it day on it, day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. You see? You know, it doesn't matter what your past is. You pa- and the enemy will try to come and try to remind you of your past. You say, enemy, get behind me. I am the Lord's. See, the Lord comes to give you a future. To give you a future and a prosperous future. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you. Wherever you go, wherever you go, he's with you. I love that. Joshua. As you start reading the scripture, God is going to reveal some things to you that are going to be to you strange. They're going to be strange. That's okay. They're different. They're supernatural, unusual. That's okay. Expect the unusual in this house. I was praying for Ray and Carol a little while ago. Um, Kathy and I were praying, say, Lord, and then we prayed in the prayer room too. Lord, let the glory of the Lord fall in their house, on their car as they're driving back. They probably have great stories to tell us already, but Lord, let the glory of the Lord fall upon them. And we want that glory in this house. Thank you, Lord. God is so good, so worthy. Well, I wanted to go over some words that the Lord had put on my heart on him, on who God is, because God is such a uh, an awesome. Wait a second. Back. Can't find it there. I'm going to go in my Bible. God is such an awesome God that. We, we've got to know who he is and what he does. And I'm going to look through here. If you would give me a minute. Kathy, if you can find it, I don't know. I had you looking at those before. See if you can find it in there. If not, because he's Yahweh, the great I am. He is El Shaddai and Elohim and Adonai. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Tsikunu, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Mekadishim. He's our all in all. And I found it. That's okay, Kath. I got it. Because the Lord put this on my heart, because a lot of times we don't understand how awesome God is, how awesome he is. And I'm going to close with this and then get that YouTube video ready, because I want to show that. But. Here's the attributes of God. And I wanted to read these. I want to make sure I get them right because I don't know all of them. Um, 
But it says here, God is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, God of love, truth, holiness, righteous. But here's his names. He's Yahweh, Jehovah, meaning self-existent, self-existent one. The I am that I am. You know, if somebody would say something like, you know, who are you? I am. It's like, wow, you are. I am. That's who God is. He's I am. I am that I am. It's like, why are you even asking? It's like, I am the creator of everything. The birds of the sky, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air. I created all things, the heavens and the earth. I created you in my image, saith the Lord. And you're perfectly and wonderfully made. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. Jehovah, Yahweh. He's a, it's the uh, relationship between the true God and His people. Emphasizing His holiness. Now, I love this part. Hatred of sin, but loves the sinner. Hatred of sin and loves the sinner. It's funny because I, I wrote those in my, in, my, uh, in my phone. You know when you put it in your phone, I just voice it in. So it comes out different. And it came out, uh, it said, I love the Sanders instead of sinner. <laughs> I mean, I hate, I, hate the, I, hate, I hate Sanders instead of sinners. I hate Sanders. I had to laugh. They said, oh, he hates Sanders but loves the Sander, you know. He hates sinners but loves the sinner. And then it goes on and it says, Elohim, meaning strong one. Wow, the true God. It says the true God Plural word meaning majesty. Adonai meaning Lord. And El Elyon translated the most high, the strongest one. El Roh, the strong one who sees. He sees everything. El Shaddai, almighty God. El Olam, everlasting God. And then Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He will provide Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner. You know what a banner is. You put the banners up. You win the championship. What do you see? Banners. You go to a game, you know, the gyms all across this country. They got banners up like we are the champions. You know, we're we're under the banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Wow. Peace. Jehovah Sabbath, Lord of hosts. Jehovah Mekdisham, the Lord thy sanctifier. He sanctifies you. Jehovah Rach, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh, I love Psalm 23. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me. You know, he maketh you lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, your head. My cup runneth over, your cup runneth over. Surely, surely, where's surely? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Where is Shirley? I just saw Shirley a little while ago. She went, okay, okay. 
surely. But wow, I love that song. Which leads me, I was going to tell you guys, this is your homework assignment. Read the Word of God. Because <laughs> it's so powerful. But anyways, those are the attributes of God. Oh, I, and I love this one too. The Lord, Jehovah Sikunu, the Lord, our righteousness. He's our righteousness. See, when the enemy comes against you, you just start giving this to him. He can't do anything. He's got to flee. He's got to run. Jehovah El Molach, the Lord God of recompense. Jehovah Neka, the Lord that smiteth. He smiteth your enemy. Jehovah Shemach. The Lord who is present. He's present. Wow. He's so good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I I just want to close with this little YouTube video. It's the mercy seat years ago. um, I don't know, 95 or whatever, 97, 98. There was a revival in Brownsville, Florida. Well, Brownsville Assembly of God. It was Pensacola, Florida. And uh, in this revival, they just had miracle after miracle. And it went on for, gee, a couple of years where God just moved miraculously. But it started when the church just started seeking the Lord. And Now, remember Psalms 103.19. God is sovereign. He's sovereign. But the pastor, I remember hearing the pastor just crying before the Lord, just crying. Lord, just we just need more of you, more of you, Lord. And so this song was kind of birthed through this. And it's a song basically of going to God's mercy seat. All of us have to go to God's mercy seat. You know, when you go to God's mercy seat, He shatters all the old. Shatters all the old. And it gives you a new, a refreshing. You know that rain we've been having? It's been a great rain. Refreshing rain. You know, like I said, all that dust that was blown out, my trees, everything was covered with this dust. But it was just like miraculously. That's a miracle. I mean, it's a miraculous miracle right there. The rains came right after he was done doing that and poured, washed all that green. You can't tell there was any strongholds on my tree they were all washed away well that's what god is doing to all of us and one last one more thing god is pouring out a new love i believe in in his people it's a liquid love it's a love that transgressions don't bother you it's a love that i don't care what that person says or does or even if they're mean or whatever it's like I love him as the Lord loves him. He wants to give us those new eyes. Now, you're looking at a guy who doesn't have a lot of love in his background. I was a fighter. I was uh, everything. Uh, so it took a while for God to put love in me. But, you know, it's not me. It's the Lord. He created me with a different DNA. And st- still little things here or there could affect me different than it could affect you and what affects you could be different than what affects me. But you know, when he pours out the love, it's like, wow, this is good. This is good. I see Shirley's here now. We were just talking about Shirley before, right? 
Shirley's in, the, in God's word. Shirley, mercy and grace. Shall follow her all the days of my life. Before I show this video too, and those of you, and it's a long psalm, and I don't expect you to, to memorize it, although it, it's not hard if you just break it down. But Psalms 91, the Lord has really been putting on my heart for the past couple of years. You know, every so often in the past, I'd, I'd read Psalm 91, but now the Lord says, you know, Psalm 91 is something that you should almost be declaring daily, daily, you know. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely again, surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers. Under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. All of those are attacks from the enemy, by the way. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou, you, have made the Lord my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their wings, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. You shall, thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon. Shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. You know God's name. He shall call upon me. You shall call upon him. And I will answer him. I will deliver him. I will be with him in trouble. I will, he will call upon me and I will deliver him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's a psalm that almost daily you should be reading. Because every day the enemy is going to try to come and throw things upon you. And all of you know that we are not just flesh. There's a spirit. And there's a spirit world out there. And there's a world out there that is trying to disrupt your plan, the God's plan that you're walking in for the Lord. He's trying to disrupt that. But you read Psalms 91 daily. You claim that verse, those verses. You claim Psalm 23 daily. You read the Word of God and guaranteed God is going to move in a miraculous way. You're going to hear His voice. Okay, is that is that ready, Judy? I just want to just I want to worship the Lord in this. We could turn the lights down too. It's just a great worship song. In the darkness, where everything is unknown, I face the power of sin on my own. I did not know of a place I could go where I could find a way to heal my wounded soul.
Jesus, 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 you're so awesome, so good, so worthy, Lord. Father, we just thank you for your mercy. I've watched that video a dozen times or more, heard that song several dozen times. And every time I realize how merciful God is in my life was and is in my life. And I'm sure you can relate to that too. The same thing. God's mercy. God's grace. But we can come freely. Freely into His presence. Freely into His mercy. Freely into grace. God is here today to bless you. To set you free if there's any strongholds. To take out any baggage from the past. 
any bondage that may be there, to heal you, to make you whole, to use you as a vessel, a mighty vessel by His glory, Him and Him alone. Father, we're just going to leave the altars open if anybody wants to come and have prayer. Our prayer team will be up here. If you just want to bow before the Lord, you just want to soak before the Lord, whatever it is, I'm just soaking right now. I'm just soaking in His presence. Thank You, Lord. Need a healing. Need a special touch. Need a bondage broken. Maybe you just got a little piece of thin-set mortar on you. Just a little piece that's holding you back. You say, Lord, I want that gone. I want it shattered, Lord. I want to become new, Lord. If you want that, just come up. If not, that's fine too. God can take care of it sitting down wherever you're at. But I just want to dismiss you in the presence of the Lord. Feel free to come forward. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Lord, thank you for your blessings on your people. Bless each one, their families, Lord. Miraculous blessings, spiritually, physically, emotionally, in every way, mentally, Lord. Pour out your Spirit. Let the blessings of the Lord flow freely in every family represented here today. Every person and in this house, Lord. Oh, Lord, use us this week for your glory and in the days ahead. Lord, let us see strange things. Hallelujah, Lord. Strange things, Lord. We thank you and we pray this, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God is good. Have a great day in the Lord. Again, if you need prayer, I'll pray for you. Others will pray for you up here. You just want to soak. Come and soak. Thank you, Lord.